0: two men charged with first-degree murder in death of unhoused man in quebec city record-breaking heat in nunavik threatens spring hunting RCMP released details related to last September's mass murder at the James Smith Cree Nation, and refugees in Sudan have no options as violence continues. Good morning. It's Friday, April 28th. I'm Nora, and here are your headlines. First this morning to Quebec City. Two men have been charged with first-degree murder for an attack on an unhoused man near the Marina St. Rock in the city's downtown. The victim was Gilles Gosselin, aged 54, who was known in the neighborhood as a quiet and nice man. The two people charged, Nathan Fréchette and Zachary jenkins verre are just 18 and 22 years old. They were charged by Longueuil police. Longueuil, for the uninitiated, is just outside of Montreal and about 2.5 hours away from Quebec City. The first-degree murder charges suggest that Fréchette and Verre specifically targeted Gosselin. Gosselin had looked for a place to stay that night in the city's main shelter, L'Aubrivière. The general manager of L'Aubrivière, Éric Boulay, knew Gosselin and said that they had room for him that night. But between Gosselin asking for a place to stay and Boulet telling him that there was a place to stay, Gosselin had left. The Marina Saint-Roch is about a 10-minute walk from L'Aubrivière. Gosselin was known to sleep there when he couldn't get a room in a shelter. The story doesn't specify, but I think it's the first homicide that our city has had this year. The targeted killing of someone who is unhoused should be national news. While we wait to hear more information about what motivated these two young men, it's not a coincidence that a rise in inaffordability trickles down to this kind of hateful violence towards unhoused individuals. Next, to Nunavik, in the town of Kujuak. A spring heat wave has raised concerns in the northern community about the impact that climate change is having on people's way of life. The average temperature in Kuujjuaq reached 16 degrees this week. Normally, at this time of year, the average temperature is minus 1.6 degrees. Kuujjuaq is located in the northern part of Quebec, just south of Iqaluit. Adami Alaku from Makivik Corporation said that the record high heat poses a serious problem to folks in Kujuak because there's almost no more snow for them to go out and hunt for food. Snow allows residents to go hunting on the tundra. Usually, spring is prime hunting season as the weather starts to warm and people can spend more time hunting, but they need snow to be able to circulate. The lack of snow makes trails way more volatile and dangerous, reports Radio Canada. Snow isn't just melting earlier, it's also arriving later each year. Alan Gordon, a resident of Kujawak, estimates that they've lost two months of winter weather that they used to have in the 1990s. Next to Saskatchewan, and news from James Smith, Cree Nation, about the violent rampage that took the lives of 11 people last September. The RCMP updated the public to say that Damien Sanderson, the brother of Miles Sanderson, was not an accomplice, as the police had first announced he was. Damien was actually Miles' first victim. This is what their family had said happened months ago, but the police have finally just confirmed it. Global News' Ashley Stewart, who is one of the few journalists who had been on the story since the beginning, reported that family members were saddened and angry by the RCMP's update yesterday. Global had reported long ago that Damien was a victim, but what the RCMP revealed yesterday was that Damien was his first victim. The RCMP said that they first received a call at 5.40 a.m. on the Sunday of the murder spree. The police didn't show up until 6.18. Skye Anderson, Damien's partner, had called the RCMP the day earlier to say that she was worried about her partner and his brother Miles. But the RCMP couldn't locate the brothers, something that Skye thinks could have stopped everything from happening. The police revealed yesterday detailed information about the timeline of Miles' murders, but curiously did not release the cause of Miles' death while he was in police custody. Miles should be alive to face the charges against him, but his death in police custody makes that impossible. And of all the information that they gathered in seven months, it's curious that they did not release the information that they had most control over. It will be interesting to see if that does come out in the next couple of days or weeks. But again, when the police control the narrative, they control what they say and what they don't say. And so maybe it will take journalists to pressure them or maybe they'll never tell us what happened. And finally, the current violence between the Sudanese army and the Rapid Support Forces have put a lot of Sudanese lives in danger. But What is happening to the people that live in Sudan who are refugees and also caught in the crossfire? Al Jazeera is reporting that Rohingya, Yemeni and Syrian refugees in Sudan are pleading for help to escape the violence. As refugees, there are no rescue planes scheduled to evacuate them. Hundreds of people are reported to be dead and more than 60% of hospitals have been forced to close down. For Rohingya, Yemenis, and Syrians, they have no clear option for escape. One Rohingya refugee is quoted as saying, We are fearful. We need a safe zone because here the situation is very bad, very heavy fighting. The man was seen carrying a placard that reads, quote, Please help us. Rohingya refugees are effectively stateless. They are Muslims from Myanmar, but the Buddhist majority country repealed their citizenship back in 1982. Many have been forced to flood Myanmar, and some have ended up in Sudan. Separate videos posted to social media show the plight of the Rohingya and Syrians and Yemenis. Syrian refugees said that they're waiting for evacuation help from Saudi Arabia. Of course, if these folks were white, maybe Canada could find a way to help them. And special mention to everyone last night that I met in Gravenhurst, including Persephone, who I know you will kill your PhD in Guelph. Sorry if my voice is a little bit off this morning. I do start to lose it when I get on the road. I hope you have a great weekend and I will talk to you on Monday.